No good movie is too long, and no bad movie is short enough. A brief disclaimer. We cannot claim the cinematic clarity of Mr. Roger Ebert. In fact, we set out to prove that despite all reason and logic, even two witless wonders can become the unlikely heroes of the cinematic universe. From comedy to drama, romance to horror, and anything in between. You don't always need a film critic to know which movies hit the mark, which come up short, and what snacks you definitely need to try along the way. Sometimes, all you need are the film fucks. I'm just like, that's terrible. I'm like, it's our name. You're gonna have to deal with it. Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of... The Film Fucks. Oh, oh yeah. yeah! Okay, I'm Ryan, and that's I'm Wally. Walter. yeah, that's me. Wally, that guy, that boy, boy right here, and we are fresh memes, those fresh, fresh memes, the fresh, certified fresh. Bowsett, all that good stuff. That's not fresh. Bowsett's last month, last two weeks. Little, little right now. Yeah, a little over right. Um, so we are here to talk about yet another movie. This time a good movie. This time, I mean, let's not put spoilers this early on in our podcast. It's good. It's a good movie, even though it's called The Bad Times at the El Royale. But we had some good times. We did. We had some good times. And we have another segment coming up after that we're going to talk about that we also did this time, which is very interesting. But... Don't ask what, Wally. I know you seem very confused. Oh, I know. I know. Okay. <laughs> you looked... It like took you, me a second there. I was going to say, it. you looked very confused. Spoilers about food. Oh. Okay, we got to stop doing fucking spoilers. Everybody hates it. Right, spoilers, yeah. we're not, not going to stop first, doing spoilers. Yeah, not in the first two minutes of the podcast. Because, yeah, we did that. Section. I was going to say, we did that last <laughs> time, too. We just said right off the bat. Because you know what? I don't want to spoil this movie because it's a very good movie. No, it does suspense and it does like drawn out like stuff really well. It's There's a lot of building tension mm-hmm. and a lot of building mystique about different aspects of people's lives. And it pays off really well really at the does. end. Yep. Like, so, oh. it's, it's kind of just a genre bending movie of all sorts of things i think i don't know it's mostly kind of a kind of a mystery movie yeah it's like a quasi mystery movie i mean it starts out feeling like it's going to be just like a very cut and dry mystery movie i mean they have a character played by uh big dick uh what's his name big dick (laughs) jim Jeff no, Bridges John, 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 no. <laughs> Don Draper, um, John oh, Hamm. John Hamm, yeah. The big dick himself. You haven't heard about this? They what, just he got a, a huge, huge dick? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. That's somebody, all you like, know about this guy? No, no, I know he's an actor. John, he's really big, funny. Big John Hamm, he, no, but there's like, it was a big thing is that, like, I think it was a this couple years totally ago. In the movie, a couple way, years yeah. ago. You it is all this in the movie. You see his dick. You're like, damn, that's got to be that's a real a big thing. Yeah. But um, no, like a couple of years ago, there's a paparazzi and he was wearing like sweatpants or something. Gotcha. And, and they, they took the a picture and they're like, Jesus Christ, John Hamm is a big dick. That's amazing. That has nothing to do with this nothing movie, to do with this movie. But he's just like movie. He is, and he's, he's very weird. He is weird. Um, as 
are most of the characters, but he's like a yeah. Every character has a sort of quirk, but like through the movie, you get their backstory and stuff that does develop the character more. But like at first, most of them just have one quirk that you know kind of sets them up, and as the movie goes on, they become more fleshed out. Yeah, so it's like he starts out, he has this very like. He's a vacuum salesman. Like, he's... That's his Good whole thing. Southern and vacuum salesman. That's a wonderful He wasn't Southern? Yeah, he had a Southern voice. No, he <laughs> didn't. He absolutely did. Wally, I lived in the South. I know what a Southern voice is. He didn't have a Southern he voice. Had he had, had big like... Dick southern Jesus Christ. It sounded like he was trying to do, like, the traditional salesman. Like, that transatlantic... Uh, okay. accent where it's like the all-american like hey yeah let's do that like like very a much of the south too in there there's a splash of southern wally <laughs> if you go and see this movie again you, there's no southern in it. well he changes his voice oh spoilers no he doesn't he does no he doesn't he just he takes off the facade yes so yeah he, as yeah. as it goes so like this guy he's the vacuum salesman but, like, he's kind of the the hallmark of, like, a good character in this. Like, he's yes. the archetypical good character. Because, as you find out pretty quickly kind of, in the yeah. movie... This isn't really much of a spoiler. But no, no, no. Yeah. He's he's an FBI agent. So, yeah. he... Yeah, so very early on in the movie, he's just, like, ripping stuff apart. Mm-hmm. And, uh... So, yeah, the seems a little hotel's confusing. not all the way it's, you know, not as nice not as Not on the seems. up and up. No. Yeah, and he... It's... What I really like about this movie is that it's, like, segmented, or it's, like, fragmented uh, storylines. It's, yeah. like, you get... It's paced pretty well. I was gonna say, you get, like, all of John Hamm's story, basically, up until a certain point, mm-hmm. and then... Like, this is definitely an it, ensemble yes, piece. Yes, it like, is. I and, would say there's, like, Jeff Bridges and, um... I don't know the actress's name, but she played Darlene in the film. I think you could say those are the two main characters. Uh, the, the, the singer? Uh, singer, yeah. Uh, Cynthia, uh, and Vio? Or, okay. And, or Vio? Um, and, yeah. Yes. Famous Broadway actress. Gotcha. Okay. She's great. Abs- she's amazing. Yeah. Like, she's the, she's the main character. I would say the, okay. she and Jeff great. Bridges are the main characters mm-hmm. of this movie. Um. Definitely. Yes, and there and possibly the bellhop who or the like yeah yeah ticket in a guy. way in yes a way. I mean he kind of becomes the weird non like the weird like bad and good hero yeah like so this movie yes this movie mainly and we've talked about this this movie mainly is about saying the architects of the archetypes of good and bad are like the things that will be punished like yeah. you never in in reality and in life you there, it's never black and white mm-hmm. and this movie does a really good job of depicting that in a way that like the archetypal good characters get punished the archetypal yeah. bad characters get punished they, yeah every yeah everybody like, get everybody who, gets their come up exactly that's what I was gonna say too. That's <laughs> yeah. a good one. Excellent. And then the people who are like in the middle, they're not they're not good or bad, or they're both in yeah, they're, equal parts. Yeah, the most great characters are uh, are Cynthia and yeah. and Jeff Bridges' character, who seems um, yeah more villainous at the beginning. We're not. He doesn't seem like he's all there, and the movie does a very good job of explaining his uh, all star. Yeah. 
Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Excuse <laughs> yes. me. Yes. <laughs> um, that's, that's, like, I would say this is, and Jeff Bridges is a really good actor. Yes. Um, I would say this is, like, one of his, I, I wouldn't say best roles, I guess. He does He's very a good at really, he does, but yes. yeah. He does a um, really good job of, like... Because you don't know at first if you're supposed to like this character or not, and he does a very good job of doing that by the end. Yeah, you're definitely supposed to like this character. He becomes a very sympathetic character yep. towards the end. Even yep. though he's he, not an all-good character. I was going to say, he's not at all. I would say he's a pretty bad character. Yeah. Like, he robs banks. But... And you don't know... So, yes, we brought up the Alzheimer's, which is a little bit of a spoiler. Um, But when he first admits to that, you don't necessarily know if it's true or not. Yeah. You think he, maybe he's just being a con man. And... Yeah, this whole movie, yeah, there's just, like, are people telling the truth Yes. about their backstory or not? Or are they just making up a bunch of stories? Yeah, is it is it all fake or is it all real or is none of it, or is some of it real and some of it fake? And he, oh, man, like, how he, how he grows in, in that, like, characteristic of having Alzheimer's throughout the movie is, like, so, like that is such incredible acting because at yeah. the beginning it's like you don't really want to believe that he has this because he seems You're just like, like oh, a, he's... yeah he's just manipulating people mm. but then at the at, by the end of it there's this one scene where he's just it is pretty sad like it's devastating and like i my grandfather is, su- is suffering from all like the pretty he's very far along in alzheimer's and it's mm. it's pretty kind of heart-wrenching to have to deal or have to like see stuff like that but like this was done like and so at the end it's like he doesn't even remember his name and like it's a pretty pivotal scene where he gets asked what's your name and he's just like yeah that was (laughs) oh my god i yeah i was because he played he like starts by playing it off as a joke and kind of like tries like trying to recall it trying to recall it and like oh just give me a second but then like you see this amazing shift where it's like, no, he's never going to think of it because he's that part yeah. of his brain is no longer. Like, I wouldn't say this is there. a very emotional movie. I mean, towards the end, it's very emotional, but like just really s- s- strong emotion. But that felt, uh, I don't know, very real at that point and not really over the top. I was going to say, it was good. just, yeah, it like, it was well acted. Like, if you. Mm-hmm. Like, you feel sympathy for these characters just because, like, it feels like they're having these problems. And, like, you feel like they're... Like, what they're going through is, like... It's it's so high stakes that, like, it's really yeah. sad to see these people failing or not being able to do something not by any fault of their own, but just because of circumstance. Mm-hmm. And that's... Uh, compared to like Star is Born, where it's like all just a little bit of canned emotion to the point where it's like, oh, this is very. By the way, check out our Star is Born podcast. Yes, we, we uh, hate that movie. haven't released that yet, but uh, compared to this movie, it it just didn't it didn't hold up. It didn't do anything that it was trying to. It yeah, it, it didn't was, do anything new. It wasn't really engaging as a movie. Like this has. Um, I guess to put in simple terms, a lot of people could say like the Quentin Tarantino kind of yep. style where there is a lot of dialogue. All the, and it's very engaging dialogue too. And scenes are kind of shown out of order or like coincide with 
where everyone's at when something really important happens, so you see it from different angles. Yeah, I was going to say, it follows a pretty, like, uh, Pulp Fiction-esque, uh, seg- that fragmented or segmented, where it's, like, you see an instant, and then you get it from five different vantage points, mm-hmm. and then you kind of, it just makes you not question what's going on, but just question what was the right decision to do in that moment. Right, because, yeah, this movie's all about decisions. Yep. Be them good or bad. Yep. And, yeah, regardless, you're going to be punished for them, but how much punishment can you take, or how much punishment should you subject yourself to by making a choice that is either right or wrong? And, I don't know, it's it's just a really good movie. Like, it, it's shot well, yeah. and the story uh, is... I don't think we've mentioned this yet, but it's set, I believe, in the early 1970s. Yep. And it has, yeah, a very nice, clean aesthetic with that You could definitely tell it's late 60s, early 70s. Um, yeah, it shot really well. What I like most about this movie is how slow it is. Like, movies nowadays, you get the exposition out of the way, and then there's just kind of nonstop action. There's action towards the end of this, but it's... Um, it's mostly exposition. It's mostly exposition. Yeah. Um, which, I'm, I'm not going to lie... Though my only complaint, or like a major complaint for me in this movie, I felt the the exposition was a little bit much. At the end, I think it kind of overstayed its welcome towards the end. Because um, we do get pretty much every character's uh, backstory, and it gets to a point where we're kind of at the height of the action, and then we go into more exposition. I know, like, it made sense why I did that, but just kind of as a movie, it kind of loses its steam a little bit because of that. I just kind of felt it overstated its welcome, which that was the only time where I'm like, okay, I'm kind of getting bored of this movie that was towards the end. It is a very long movie. I was going to say, and that last, I I disagree, but that's okay. That's fair, um, yeah. Uh, I think that last bit of exposition did go on a little bit too long. Like It, it felt, yeah, it it felt failed, like it was going yeah. on for maybe about five minutes of just like, this Why? very, this very generic like, it was a flashback and it was yeah. a very generic type of flashback that possibly if you're a really big movie buff or just know could, about like comedy yeah. you can probably predict, it wh- what time frame it's set in, mm-hmm. think about what has happened in the past that it, it just it felt might kinda, be flashing back to. Kind of clunky for the movie to do that. That like everything else felt like kind of natural. With the flashbacks and stuff. But, like, at this point, like, we have a big action scene. And then it kind of stops dead for a character to, like, honestly, like, oh, let me just, let me just give me a second to think about about this. To, like, flashback for a second. Just, I don't know, kind of made me crack up. Yeah, I think. It was, I, like, unintentionally funny. It's just hard to, and especially with that being, like, a pretty pivotal point, And we, yes, we've talked about this, but, um. It's hard. It would be. It would have been hard to like weave that in any earlier. But I I, I do understand that. that it would. Yeah, it was a bit clunky in that. I mean, it was a little heavy handed, and like yeah, there was a couple of thing. there was a couple of things like the main villain or the big villain of this, not the main one, because there's a couple of like yeah. main uh, villains, but uh, the big villain in this. So he's like the third act. You're like yeah. Yes. He's, he. So it's Chris Hemsworth. He is like the big villain. Yep. In this. And he, his whole, like, like they, they spend a lot, either 
kind of very good or very bad will get their comeuppance. He's completely on the bad side. Yeah, he's the very bad person. And they linger a lot on his, like... Like, they linger a little bit more on his than I feel like was necessary. I think coming in uh, with the backstories of the other characters, you know that he's going to be this bad guy. I don't think... That's true. I don't think they needed to draw... And they kind of... Because they kind of, yeah, hinted that, yeah, there's this bad guy coming that's, like, worse than what we've seen so far at this point. And then they have this exposition that kind of makes it seem like he was a good guy. And, like, it fits with the motif of, like, what they were trying to depict. Like, he's... He's supposed to be this... Well, that, but then also when they're, like, walking around in the field... Oh, yeah, I mean, you just, really didn't like I, Well, it seemed <laughs> like, okay, you've been talking about this guy being bad, and yeah. we already have this scene of, like, the beach where it seems like, oh, maybe he is good. Or right. maybe, like, if he starts off being good, I feel like I that... Felt they put that imagery. So he's walking through a field with, with a just big, other a people. Big a big group of people. Of people. I it's, think that was just kind of said, like, oh, this is in the late 60s. Yes, it's like a very... 70s. It's very much a, like, oh, this is... Uh, like a hippie way of life sort of yeah. thing. But I I feel like how he was portrayed in that little cutscene earlier where he was on the beach and he kind of like just, he's this free spirit just kind of walking up to this yeah. girl and just being like, oh, I know exactly where you're from. And oh, now you have to go swimming. It's like, oh, this guy, he's wearing no shirt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like, you can already tell this guy's like he's a He's mostly free... shirtless in this movie. Yes, yes, and <laughs> Jesus Christ. Thank God. Fucking hot. Like, dude. <laughs> yeah. He's Thanks got, Frank. like, the most insanely just, like, ri- like tone. And maybe it it's because like he was leaning contractually, back. contractually obligated to be, like, shirtless in most of his movies. But, like, fucking hell. Like, the. But you know what? Oh, the ass. We ain't gonna dude. complain. No, it's I'm not fine. gonna complain. It's. it's yeah. Great. He's hot as hell. I. And that's, like, yeah. might be you a know draw. What? And, yeah. Eat. He's the hot, he's easily the hottest character in this movie, but he's also like easily. the most easily, easily. easily. yeah, <laughs> the hottest character. We were looking we're, for it, and this and movie was really trying to make a lot of hot characters, which isn't true. No, um, but like yeah, and anyways, we could gush about Chris Hemsworth. I mean, like we're talking Forever. about like the two archetypal characters. We got big, big. <laughs> <laughs> Big Dick John Ham, Big Dick John Ham, and we certainly didn't see him without it. Killer abs, Chris Hemsworth. So it's like obviously the they're hitting all the quadrants you want. People, yes, big dicks, hot bodies, very (laughs) good people, (laughs) very good people, very bad people. What else do you want? But um, I think maybe it was just like a way of like. You know, obviously, guys are going to try and convince dates to come see this movie with yeah. them. Maybe they need a little something-something to get the girls into. I don't know. That's pretty yeah, gender-normative, but... <laughs> maybe yeah. you're going with your gay lover, and he's going to love know. this, or... They... Hey, everyone's going to love this. Yeah, I mean, you have, like, a good demographic. You get, like, the, like, top-tier famous, super-attractive people. You get, like... Yeah. A Broadway star who's also, like, breaking she's, into mov- yeah. m- movies, but she's singing a lot in she's this movie. She's singing a lot, and yeah, it's and all fantastic. It. Yep. Yeah. What I like about this movie towards the beginning, it feels more artfully done. Like I said, everything, like, takes its time. You get to see that the 
and that's another thing. The The hotel is very much a character. It seems like this very clean, kind of quirky, wonderful place. And we quickly find out that's not true. Yep. Uh, we find behind the scenes and, you know, like what people want to hide, you know, behind seemingly closed doors and everything like that. And we learn more about the characters that way. And, yeah, it's, it's very slow. It's very well done. I kind of wish... I guess I kind of wish the movie was all like that. From a cinematic standpoint, I saw, like, there was a lot of, like, panning shots and, like, very, yeah. like, really good, like, continuous shots that it's sl- it, it slows the pacing down a bit. Like, mm-hmm. you get to, you follow these characters as they just, like, walk from the parking it's lot very into this thing. It is. There's a lot of silhouettes. Yep. And, and stuff. then as things start to unravel in this movie you start getting quicker and quicker cuts from things yeah. and like then it kind of builds a suspense and that's what i really liked about the cinematography of it is that like it does this kind of transition from idealistic sort of things and you kind of see when they're jumping back to the couple of scenes where it's idyllic but not necessarily like you already know it's not necessarily the most like the best idyllic situation yeah there are like a little bit harder cut like there's these little little meticulous things that they did in this movie that i i would hope that they actually like thought pretty long and hard about to make it good yes it feels like they put in a lot of time and effort to like make the little things as impactful as the bigger things yeah there's like this wonderful sequence at the beginning where we just we're just stationary in one place, but we see uh, different cuts of just this guy's day and, like, what's going on. And you have a great layout of the room, and you're able to, like, I don't know. It's just, like, it's very confining, and that kind of just is uh, a big point in this movie, just being confined in small spaces and then kind of being seen for, like, what we are. Yep. And then, Which, yeah, yeah it's, yeah, you, you hide away in your rooms, but then, like, being able to see what people do behind closed doors is, like, always a surprise. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a big theme of this movie is, like, what do people do behind closed doors? What are you doing when you think you're safe and don't have to put on these airs? Yeah. And then, in the, in, in the end, like, the people who kind of survive uh the experience of being exposed like that either emotionally or physically is like they're better for it it's like yeah letting somebody in when they're they're guarded at everybody's guarded at the beginning of this movie but by the end they've let people in and they end up being really open up kind of rewarded for it i mean Mm -hmm. yeah they get away with something so yeah we're not gonna say what no uh, i yeah that's the thing they've done a very good job of yeah yeah, just hinting at stuff. And big points of this movie. Because, yeah, there is a lot you could spoil in this movie. And um, everything we've mentioned, like, I think, yeah, you'll feel more rewarded just for kind of knowing what we explained. And and I think it's not going... Like, the stuff we've spoiled, there was an incredible jump scare where Walter... Yeah, vi- like, it got visibly, me, dude. This isn't a physically... scary movie, but, like, uh, yeah, this movie built up a good jump scare. And, okay... And we didn't, we didn't review this movie, but the Nun, where that's a movie where there's supposed to be good jump scares, all the jump scares you see them coming in that movie, and like this one movie, yeah, just did it way better than the entirety. Of yes, and the it was nun. just one really. Yeah. But you visibly re- or verbally reacted like you, you yeah, didn't I scream. You're just that. like holy um, shit. 
I hadn't done that in a movie in a very long time. Yeah. So and that just shows you how engaged. The I majority was. of the theater did too. Mm-hmm. I was laughing pretty strongly at because like yeah, I don't know why, but I kind of was like there was I don't know, that sort of thing, like it yeah, it wasn't predictable say, at uh, all, but I just wasn't surprised by it right. as much. But god damn it, I was uh, so excited to like hear No, because that's like that's I I go to see movies for. Yes, is to get get so immersed that when you see that reaction or when you get that reaction, you're like, damn, like that's how immersed I was in it. And yeah, to go back to Pulp Fiction, like it's kind of that moment where uh, Uma Thurman is like ODing, and they have to push that needle. Yeah, in her like I was. I was thinking. I mean, that's more. Yeah, that was pretty intense too. And this, like, you don't see it coming as much. This was, yeah. Also, when they're driving but in they the car, have when anticipation, there's both, like it's very good anticipation. Yep, it's like a build, and then all of a sudden, like this it thing you, you expect it to go one way, and it doesn't. And yeah. it kind of reminds me, going back to Pulp Fiction, of when they're driving in the car. It's uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, um, John Travolta. John Travolta and uh, Samuel L. Jackson driving yeah. in the car, and then John Travolta just shoots the guy in the head. Because, like, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't really yeah. building that, but it was such a True. good surprise, and, like, their yeah. their genuine reactions to it were okay. made it... Because yeah. it's like, yeah, it was so out of the blue, but right. it kind of it's makes sense like in it the... It was kind of building to that, like, you could kind of see coming, like, there's definitely anticipation, like, it lingers on this moment where you think, yeah, it's going to go one way, but it goes another way. And yeah, it's like you get this anticipation of something bad happening, and then it just shifts to something else happening that is just as surprising, but in a different way. So that's, yes, that's where it gets you. That's a really good way of describing it, Wally. Is, um, yes, yes. Um, no, but it was, yeah, it was just good in all the right ways. The It was. I was very, yeah surprised by it i wasn't really expecting too much from this movie to be honest like i saw the commercials i'm like it looks interesting it looks pretty and it's all that and thankfully me yep and i yeah just like yeah it was shot exactly how i would ever want to shoot a movie (laughs) yeah like with the very vivid colors and then you get that heavy contrast once it's once the sun goes down saturated yeah 70s color yeah, like very much like trying to evoke this like nostalgic feeling, mm-hmm. but then you see like everything gets chipped away and then it gets really disgusting and but it's still like very heavy contrast. Like it's I I would say it's just an incredibly yeah, good movie. I would yeah. love to watch it again. Like it's it does I its do, job really yeah, well. I do like these kind of movies where it's kind of a who's who um mystery sort of thing, like it kind of did feel like a clue movie, yeah, almost in a way with a little bit of. A I want to say yeah, like a Tarantino kind of way, but uh, there's also this other movie I'd recommend called Seven Psychopaths that also kind of um, deals with characters in this sort of way. Yep. Too. It's in a, also an ensemble. I was gonna piece. say, who direct? Do you know who directed that? Because I wouldn't doubt that they're it's, the same guy. I looked it up. Don't it's think not the it's same not? guy. Okay. Yeah. Well, they... they Because I've seen that too, and it's really great. It's, like, yeah, incredible. I, I, I mean, Christopher movie. Walken uh, he's one in of that is incredible. Yeah. Like, he's just incredible in that movie. And it's Simon just Rock so great. Really yes, yes. Um, <laughs> um, 
what's his face Woody Harrelson said yeah like you know you need like dynamite to blow up someone's head like that yeah it's no, yeah that was yeah it was very absurd so, I, that's yeah. a good that's a recommend oh yeah definitely especially if you like this movie go and watch seven psychopaths because mm. it is just as enjoyable in a very similar way uh yeah. less suspensey but more like kind of playing fucked up shit to comedy <laughs> yeah yeah because the whole thing is like Okay, let's talk about some psychopaths okay. a little bit. I don't remember here. a lot of it, I but I do remember much, enjoying yeah, it a lot. Um, the main guy is like a writer, and he's trying to come up with a script. So he, just all of his like close friends, they just turn out to be what you would call psychopaths in one way or another, more well-functioning than others. Than yeah, and some not. And some, <laughs> some are just really bad crazy, psychopaths, yeah. yeah. Um... No, yeah, I I don't know, I don't. It's another great movie. I was gonna say it's really good. I haven't. I should rewatch it. I haven't seen it in a while, and I've I've noticed if I'm just watching a movie here, I'm always doing something else, so I don't gotcha, give it. Yeah. I don't give it the full attention it deserves, which is to my detriment. Yes, but that's why I, that's I kind of like this podcast is because it's uh, getting me to yeah. go and fully engage myself in the movie. I think yeah. So I mean. We mostly plan on doing current movies, but maybe like a month we could have like a throwback movie month or something like that. I was going to say, so. it'd be cool if maybe like once a month, because I don't know, our, our schedule is a little in flux right now. I, I Well, hopefully, yeah. We're, I was thinking, well, we were thinking of trying to do it bi-weekly, but yes. we might, we've been seeing movies at a quite a decent rate to the point where we might be able to start doing it weekly. That is a lot of investment on our part, but. um, We loved it, yeah. Uh, yeah, and if we can do it, I need to get better at editing and do that at a reasonable pace. But um, if we can do that, then I think it would be cool if we just maybe once a month, just because, I mean, movies, it there's only so many a, movies that are coming yeah, out at any that, certain time. Yeah, there's only so many movies that we also want to see. That's very <laughs> true. I mean, yeah. going to see The Nun was kind of like, this is... Yeah, we kind of... Uh, that was fun, though. I that's just, not a movie I would see otherwise. Nope. And that's kind of what we'll I wanted never for see it. it again. Because, <laughs> Probably uh, not. And we're not going to review that because I don't remember that movie, to be honest. Well, we might release the review for it. It's not going to be great. But God damn it, if it's the weirdest thing to. They had inaccurate dinosaurs in there, dude. <laughs> yeah, what the me. fuck? Come yeah. On, movie. Yeah, you spend movie. millions of dollars and you can't get 1950s dinosaurs in there. Come on. Yeah, what the hell? You what have a holy hand. You I have wanted. the holy hand grenade of Antioch, and you don't have none for accurate representation of 1950s dinosaurs. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite the weird ass, like pretty religiously inappropriate movie. Yeah, it's not, but, and it's not good no like there's it's n- there's nothing redeeming about that film at all except like the weird one-liners there's some weird I one-liners i i've seen some of the conjuring movies if you want to be a completionist and you're like oh this is i like those movies let me check this out wait till it comes out yeah just it'll probably get bad. on netflix at yeah. some point and it's it's not worth it's not scary money. enough it's supposed yeah. to be a horror movie, and it wasn't that scary, to be honest. There wasn't yeah. a lot of, like, jump scares that were great. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of um, this, uh, I'm just, just gonna ambiance this horror yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's not a lot of ambiance horror. There's no atmosphere in it. 
It's the equivalent of going into one of those cheesy haunted houses, and it's the same scare for like five minutes, yep. but now it's stretched out yep. to an hour and a half long film. Yep. So. Okay, now that we've successfully removed ourselves from the movie that, that we're we talking about this week, we're going to take a bit of a break. Okay. So see you after that. Setting, because we didn't... And we'll get into spoilers. Yes, then we're going to get to spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, uh, I think you've got about a couple of minutes. We will... Got two minutes flat. I was going to say, we'll say exactly when uh, the spoiler section is coming, but um, yeah, for now. So the setting, I mean, it's very like... It's very like when you think of 70s, you're going to think yeah. about this. Like, it's a... it's. A California. Well, it's like summer. It's the it's the mix thing because it's like yeah. the whole like those novelty hotel ideas where it's like okay. either there's a cavern or something where hey come and stay and enjoy the cavern that we have. You can ride a mine cart or for this <laughs> like Donkey Kong. That's it. Well, no, <laughs> it's very boring compared to Donkey Kong. But of course. Yes, for for this, it's the fact that, oh, half of it is built on the, uh, uh, in Nevada. And then, yeah, the other yep. half is California. Yep. So, it also coincides with the good and the bad, and we kind of see towards the end, I guess, Nevada is inadvertently more of the good state. Yes, or at least the characters that the characters choose the from, Nevada yeah. side, and maybe, because wasn't Nevada blue and... Nevada's purple and um, California's gold, I believe. Okay. And so, and for like the gold rush and stuff. But, um, yeah, so there's a lot. So in the hotel itself, there's, and the outside, there's a huge red line that kind of goes along the entire thing. Yep. And so throughout the movie, you see these like moments where characters are like either making a point to step over the line or walking specifically on top of this red line. And you kind of, that's why very early on, yes, very early on, we kind of both noticed that it's like, you're going to see these archetypal characters of like on either side of it. Like it's a lot of that movie is symbolically connected to the setting where Mm -hmm. you're either on the line in between the lines, or not in between the lines, but just like an extreme on one side yeah. or an extreme on the other, and that's mirrored in the setting. Like John Hamm's kind of sleazy vacuum salesman character. Yeah, he's the character who wants to be on the California side. He wants the sweet. Yeah. So, gets the... Uh... I thought he was on the Nevada side. He he wants he the wants honeymoon suite. one. I think was on the California side. Now we gonna have to go back and watch this movie. I'm gonna say, um, I think, I think it was on the uh, Nevada side just because it was um, he, the, he went to his room. Remember when he was he? So we're gonna start getting into okay. Sp- okay, we're gonna do spoilers. yes. We'll get into spoilers now because I I have to say this so if you haven't seen it yet please shut off uh listen yep, to this after yeah yep. and then come back and listen to the rest because the first thing is he sees the mirror and he walks around and goes underneath and sees that it's a two-way mirror and he yes. looks into his room 
But then he goes down and he sees the pre- the preacher, yeah, or Jeff Bridges' character digging up the floorboards, and that was on the Nevada side, and then, um, but you see, so he's like the archetypal good character, and nobody yeah. is really on the California side except for the characters that like nobody stays on the California yeah, side, all on the, Nevada yeah, one side. side. So yep, you can see what they're doing and. Then the people who are from California or like inhabit the California side really are generally the evil people. It's it's the uh, so the two sisters. They're they're even on the Nevada side, right? But um, the younger one is more like they're late in the movie. Chris Hemsworth character is like no, because Chris Hemsworth character, who's the evil character, is from California. He's like okay living. California and he's like he says yeah. to the younger sister okay stay on the stay on the California side oh, we have to right. take I'm taking yeah, care of care Nevada, Nevada business, business. Yeah, yep okay. and then we can right. go back to California so that's that's ah, the point when you yes. realize California's <laughs> evil or Ca- California <laughs> is there yeah it's kind of funny oh. is this representation of like evil is exhibited in and, the California yeah, side kind of, of I mean, things it's just kind of subtle it's just a line is kind of thrown out there but that does really hammer in the the good and the bad the black and the white yep that you see and in this movie. and you really like it's yes it is a very subtle thing but like once you wreck it once you see once you hear those little minute things then it's like oh it just makes this a more complex like tapestry yeah. of a movie and uh it's and it's so the weird if we're getting in the spoilers and stuff it's just insane i mean yeah, i thought it really is yeah chris hemsworth character is a clear like mirror for a uh a cultist a cultist character. like um, um at one charles point, manson yeah, you're like uh, hey, he's charles manson that's yeah, yeah i assumed it was like a manson family thing because um, it seemed like he was like brainwashing these people into yes. doing these things we yeah. learned that the, the hippies are in this cult yes and anarchists one one interesting thing that we never really learned about is the girl, the girl, I don't know what happened with the girl to where she, like, almost has, like, repressed the fact that she murdered two, like, political, or, like, two, yeah, like, philanthropist people. Yeah, I think, people. um, I assume that earlier in the movie, on the TV, we see that these two people got murdered. These two, like, and, very um, good people, they're philanthropists, they're, like, giving a lot of their money. I'm assuming she's the money. one who murdered them, yes, and you they're see, kind of on the go. I was gonna say, you see... You see, uh, like, a quick cut of her, like, standing with a bloody knife over the bodies. Um, and it seems like, yeah, this was done because the guy in the cult just wanted it done. Yeah. Rather than it being, like, oh, he's, he's trying to... His, his whole logic was basically, like, Tichi's very lame, boring... Like, he, he... One of the scenes is him basically saying, uh, modern life is basically a fight between two different ideals and I'm here and they want you to choose between two things you have. And it's kind of something we see a lot in modern society. Even you see the Democrats versus the Republicans or you see extremist left people versus extremist right people. And this guy's basically saying, no, we don't have to be part of it, any of that. I choose not to do it, but then he will yeah. 
he yeah. will show yes the anarchist but then he will show the conflict between the two by making two members of his group fight each other and like physically harm each other yeah so you know like he's an anarchist but he's also really fucking just fucked up in the head like he's there's no reason to do that there's no reason to teach people by forcing them to fight each other and like he's still yeah forcing them to make a choice so yes he's forcing them to make a choice and like the one he's talking about that the one yes the one sister says he so he tries to use this one younger sister as an example and she says, I'm not going to choose. I don't want to, I don't want either. And then he goes, no, no, no. You're spoiling my, uh, analogy. Yeah. You have to choose one. So like, she already knows the rules. She knows she wants to believe in the fact that you don't have to choose or you can abstain from that choice. And he's forcing her to do it and then forcing her to fight another person even though she's already made the good choice. Like, she's yeah. made, in his mind, she's made the right choice. He's... Yeah, that's, I think, the a little sister character. She's the one who's, like, most conflicted through all of this. Like, um, yeah, she she's a bit, acts very well in this. And um, she's kind of... We don't know what side she's going to land on. Like, her choices are just kind of shrouded in mystery. Like, she seems like a very happy-go-lucky person, but easily is the most darkest character in yes, this movie. Easy, yes, easily has been, like, like it's a clear... And I kind of noticed it from the beginning. Like, uh, she's she comes in wearing a white dress. Like, she's yeah. supposed to be... And you kind of see that as being, like... I saw it immediately. It's like, oh, she's part of a cult. They're trying to escape uh, a cult. Because... <laughs> yeah. Pretty soon after they enter, she escapes and calls somebody. And calls her boy. Yes, and uh, the si- the older sister also like refers to we're escape, we're trying to get away from him. So like, mm-hmm. it it was pretty apparent that she was like part of this like cult of like purity or something like that. Yeah. But it was clear that it was not a good thing because they were trying to escape it, and she just throughout the movie like yes she's happy go lucky but. Like, it's apparent that she's just been brainwashed, and she will yeah. do whatever whatever is asked of her by this guy, even though she seems so great. Sorry, it's fidgeting. Yeah, um, she's going to, like, like, she would kill, like, she, in the end, so final spoiler, she kills the bellhop. Yeah. In like after and he the bellhop turns out to be the most badass character. Yes. In okay. Movie. The All bellhop. Right. So this incredible. The, the big flashback that yeah I thought was a little heavy handed but I mean yep still uh kind of necessary is we find out that he fought in Vietnam and he's also very good at just shooting in general. Yeah. Um, from a young age we see him just uh shooting. Birds or yeah, just he was, he was hunting. Yeah, he's yeah. hunting and stuff as like a six-year-old child, and um, and then it cuts to him in Nam shooting like uh, Vietnamese people and uh, and that's right. This movie has a legitimate yeah. Nam flashback. Yep, yeah, it is. Yeah, a full-on Nam flashback that ends no that ends with him walking through piles of his fallen like comrades' bodies. Yeah. And then it flashes back, and he gets a gun. He kills everybody, like yeah, all of the bad shot, people. They're, yeah, yeah, they're done. Yeah, um, like they can cover behind the car. He's got him. Yeah, <laughs> like he's snipes him out with a yeah 
pistol or no he, at that point he has yeah, the, the bar like the full it's called okay. a bar gotcha. um but he's uh yes like he's so methodical with it he it's not it's so second nature and it was yeah. but um so yeah at this point like this character is like the most overtly conflicted like he wants to change like he knows he's done bad things he's a heroin addict he's seen a lot of disturbing stuff at the el royale because another spoiler is uh it's a just a pervert hotel <laughs> as yep. it turns out and it's uh, they're just filming what goes on behind the scenes and just selling it and specifically uh, it's a pervert hotel that like caters to a upper level clientele generally like statesmen and uh members of congress yes. or just famous people will come to this hotel specifically to copulate with not their wives and yeah. not their, well, mainly not their wives. Just have good wives, times but, at the El Royale. Yes. And, um, he, he, there's somebody in Virginia. Yeah, they got this, uh, oh, yeah, uh, they got this tape yeah. of, um, someone they don't ever mention, but if you put it together to the time period and everything like that, uh, I, we at least came to the conclusion it's probably President Kennedy. Yeah, it's uh, Kennedy and possibly Marilyn Monroe. Uh, you Which noticed... Which we do, yeah, see her uh, picture of her at the El Royale. Yep. And, um... So, yeah, we think, like, they never explicitly say it, but, um... It's, uh, again, go to Pulp Fiction, it's one of those moments where it's like... Oh, what's in the briefcase and we never see because that's just not necessarily important. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just a matter of what the characters are going to do to do about it. Yes. And in the end, they burn it. Uh, that's that's a choice made by like the. The most good of the gray area characters. Uh, OK, yeah, the um, the, the woman. Yeah, yeah, Darlene. Um you see her make the choice like that's that's the point where like she pivots into like being the the good archetype of of the movie even though she isn't like this noble knight like she is she no, did she, manipulate people and she is taking stolen money yeah and the end to like help her survive but she she has yeah, morals she, and mm-hmm. you see that and Jeff Bridges character maybe you wouldn't you if he gave her the option, so it shows he's he's kind of grown throughout this. He probably yeah, would have he, just taken it at the beginning. I mean, you kind of yeah. He would have just that. taken them, yeah. Yep. At the beginning. Um, well, and the and the tape at the beginning because it would have been worth so true, much. True. And by the end, he's willing to. He makes a friend by the end. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Makes it's, a couple of friends. Yeah, and. Uh, so his big character, like, he's uh he's this criminal. He's a robber. Yeah. Um. With his brother, played by Nick Offerman, Ron Perkins Swanson's in this movie for like two minutes, so that's the only. But she wasn't in more. But you know, he's a side character. He does a good enough job. I mean, so he's the opener of this movie, and it's oh yeah, it's really well done. Like you're seeing it from you don't realize you're seeing it and from just anything like the look specifically. Of Nick Offerman, like he looks like a dude out of the seventies. Yep. That you would like, yeah. Yeah, he works so well works. in that, like, That's layered mm-hmm. costuming and with, like, a fedora or, like, one of those yeah. hats. Um, 
But you see, like, it's a very long, drawn-out scene of him... Yeah, this is at the beginning. At the very beginning of the movie, it's like the cold open is a shot from behind the mirror of him entering the... And you don't realize it at the time that it was from behind the mirror. But um, of him entering... Yes, of him entering the hotel, pulling up the... Or kind of being a little parent like he's clearly yes, running he's from got, something yeah, or he's a little paranoid about uh, something stolen whatever it is in the briefcase we don't yep. see what it is he shows his uh carpentry skills by uh, yes he thing. he he pulls up or he moves everything out of the way in this like very it's it's so drawn out which yeah. i really loved and like it's it it's like a noir kind yeah. of thing. it's just like we're seeing you're seeing him kind of because he would he like starts off he walks in and he puts a gun down on like the coffee table and then he like sits there for a little bit and then gets up moves everything to one side pulls up the car like rolls up the carpeting very meticulously pulls up the floorboards put puts the thing down underneath there rolls it back puts everything back like it was and then goes back to sitting there and you kind of see this in relative real time and yeah, then, there's some, yeah. Yeah, there's some... cuts it, that it, it... This scene has a lot of character into it. Like, it, yeah, it feels like a short film. It would be really hard. Like, I... He's an incredible actor because, yeah. like, to be alone in a scene, and especially for, like, like timing-wise, mm-hmm. because obviously they have to make this into a certain length of time. They probably knew they needed... It was going to be a five-minute scene or something like that. Yeah, and the, to, yeah like, it's ha- easily, yeah, yep. five minutes long. And... It's so you could see every little thing that he mm-hmm. was doing. I don't know. He may might have had an earpiece in or something where they're like, yeah, okay, now you need to get up and start doing this. But he plays it so well where it just feels like any person or like any person behind a closed door would be doing these things. Yeah. And like it yeah, do, it, it isn't like he's going from step to step to step to step yeah. like you would like most movies would do it's just it's very yeah, we well see done him, like taking a break going out like in the rain just to clear his head for a little bit yep yep and uh then at the end of it he gets shot he gets in the shot. head yeah yeah <laughs> it's uh yeah it sets you up like oh this movie's gonna yeah there's gonna be some mystery involved there's some comedy involved and it's gonna be pretty violent so yep. <laughs> in the first five minutes yeah you're Perfectly set up on what kind of movie this is going to be. Yep, and it delivers from start to finish, in my opinion. Uh, okay, so um, I think we're going to do a little bit wait, of a wrap-up. Oh, no? yeah, would you fuck with this movie? I would, I would absolutely fuck with this movie. Walter Trush, would you fuck with this movie? Hell yes, this is a great movie. It's super fun. Not a lot of these kind of movies come out anymore. Great acting super engaging and stuff yeah but uh yeah it's just a little long i would say it's a little drawn out yep. by the end so. you definitely and the lack of action might be do, might do that where it just feels like uh all the action happens within a very very condensed period of time and maybe you're like which i like I'm not gonna lie that was nice but but because you've had all this Anytime you break that up, because, like, it's action, and then you get that flashback thing. Yeah. And I think anytime you break, if you, you either should do action from start to finish, not from start to finish, but, like, sequester it, and then don't have any of that backstory stuff. And, yeah, I know what you mean. Or... It would have felt, like, 
Um, like the pacing's great up to that point. It just yeah. kind of feels the pacing's just a bit. Yeah, and that's just because you go from high energy to a bit of a weird like it just yeah, it abruptly stops world. goes to not even really a high energy scene because it's no. like the flashback is in slow motion of him like shooting stuff so it's not it's not the same feeling as you get when the el royale is burning down and you yeah. see him shoot a bunch of people um yeah the so, pervert hotel burns down dude yeah it's crazy. that's yeah that's the end of it is that it's it beautiful. burns down they just flames. leave and Fuck yeah. off into the Las Vegas or to um, Reno. Reno, they go to yeah, Reno. the Reno sunset mm-hmm. with a shit ton of money. Oh yeah. Um, okay, so go yeah. see this movie. Go Me see too. it in theaters. Yeah. yeah. I would say you will not, it's yeah be disappointed. No, it's not. I I I don't think I'd enjoy it as much on a smaller screen. I feel Still like good, you're not gonna yeah, get definitely. the jump scare. Yeah. Like you would with like the climactic build of that slightly too loud music that most movie theaters have yeah if you're sick of horror movies or you're kind of generic action yes you're sick of this This is it's a little bit different and it's nice for you yep you're sick of marvel you're sick of the yeah rom-coms you're sick you're sick of star wars you're sick of of all that garbage yeah that garbage go see this movie movies (laughs) rampage Oh, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Go oh. see this movie. No, we won't. We won't. I <laughs> promise you that, listener. Uh, we absolutely okay. All right. Okay. Now so we're going to take... the fun part. I mean, here's another fun segment. Yeah. Where... What the fuck what, should you eat at the movies? What, yes. That is a what great question. Are you... Point. Yes. Okay. So, um, where we went to, it's called the Imagine... Uh, Imagine oh, Theaters. Yeah. Uh, spelled E M A G I N E. That's a uh, ballsy thing is to just spell think you can remember how to spell imagine and then just take off the I. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if I can do that at first like thing, even though yes, I'm good with spelling and that sort of stuff. But that's what it's called. Yes. Yeah, imagine. Um there's only a couple of them, but it's it's a decently sized theater it has the ability where they will like bring you food to you during the movie Which we didn't know we went way too early i didn't right. realize that yes i fucked up and i also i wanted to get a decent amount of different food and i think it would have been hard to even eat during the movie the, yeah you know what we did it right yeah we did right because they had a nice lounge there they, they have did. a bar there yeah which is pretty sweet yeah, have to check that out sometime. I think a later segment, we might try and come up with a couple of cocktails for movies we've reviewed. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, Wally, what was that suggestion of the one that you wanted? It was... Uh, well, for this movie, for El Royale, we were talking about a sunrise tequila. And for Venom, we were talking about a chocolate alcoholic eggnog. Yes, which I I did not have fantastic. not the ch- I didn't have any input. I said it would be cool to have a like black licorice Lacroix, and then Wally's like, no eggnog. Absolutely eggnog. <laughs> so it's going to be a chocolate so you eggnog. You guys can decide: is it chocolate eggnog or black licorice Lacroix? Which also sounds not Lacroix. Good. What did liqueur, you like a black licorice okay. liqueur, kind of like an absinthe, like a a market absinthe, not like the gotcha. hardcore absinthe or something like that. Um, or like maybe a fernet brunk sort of thing. But that's 
a little less licorice The couple of things we had. We had a we pizza. Had, yep. We had cheese curds. And a pret- mini pretzel Mini bites, pretzel yeah. bites. They were garlic parmesan flavored. Okay, here's the thing about that. Um, yeah, there was plenty of parmesan and garlic on it. Uh, but it did not taste like that at all. It did not stick to the pretzel. No, like, all. the weird thing <laughs> is it stuck to the pretzel, but the whatever seasoning they put on there didn't have a flavor. And it, the, I mean, it tasted like a pretzel, which... But there was no there was no salt on it either. Yeah, that's so that's true. the thing, is that you're you're just eating a pretzel with no seasoning now, on it, even though it looked like there was seasoning. It might sound like we're talking shit about this, but it was by far the best thing we had I, in I my dis- opinion with the bread. <laughs> I was gonna say I disagree. Because we're also missing like the number one thing. The pizza? No, the pretzels. The- or not the pretzels, sorry. The popcorn. Oh, um, we got but- yeah, we just had- classic buttered popcorn. I and, got uh, a slushy, and yes. Wally got... I got Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. Sour Patch Kids. I got Maltesers, because... Nice, good shot. I love some malted milk, but I'm not the biggest fan of Whoppers. I think they're a little too hard. Yeah, that's um, fair. Sour Patch Kids, you know, that's a surprisingly good movie theater candy, I'm gonna say. Oh, hell yeah. I'm, I'm all about those Sour Patch Kids. Can Wally have- likes eating kids. Yes. Delicious children. Yeah. But, uh, no, I guess, so, of our assorted accoutrement, if you had to rank them. Okay, here what, we go. Especially for, since we do have to put the disclaimer, we did not eat this in the theater. Yes. But we can guess at what it would be like, at least for the stuff that we had, what it would be like to eat it during a movie. Because yeah. I think... There are things that, if done well, could topple popcorn as, okay, like, the yeah, number one the... snack. Hmm. Yeah, I could see the pretzel bites being that. Because the pretzel bites, they're not too flavorful. Like, okay, at a movie theater, you just kind of want something to munch on that has a little bit of flavor to it, but not too much. You don't want the... <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. Now. So like, but salt overly... and butter, that's a pretty strong flavor, and you do put like your cheese that cheese powder on it, which uh, yeah, I just <laughs> douse my popcorn with that like fake chemically nacho cheese garbage, which is fine every now and then, but no, I kind of like just normal salted. Popcorn. But that's still a pretty strong flavor, I think. Uh, yeah, maybe yeah. it's just maybe it's just me though because i also like i won't salt my food and stuff like that so maybe i'm just thinking just a weirdo man i know i i understand i'm a weirdo you love your butter though i do like when i go butter, hard butter, i go butter. hard um yeah we but, haven't mentioned the cheese curds yet Let's but talk about the, well i wanted to talk about yeah. the pretzel bites because one thing that i'm kind of so in my ranking it can have a dipping sauce. The thing that's going mm. to topple popcorn isn't something with a dipping sauce. Because okay, it fair. makes it almost impossible to eat it during the movie without... Like, you can't... Yeah, no, popcorn's no. nice. You get a handful of it while watching the movie and put it in your you mouth. You drop a couple of pieces, it's fine. Yeah, you it's have okay. Some crotch popcorn it's, for you. It's great. <laughs> for later. Yeah. 
But you don't have to worry about like looking down and make sure you're dipping it in the ranch and making sure you're not spilling anything on yourself. Okay. You're not. I guess that's a good point. Yes, a dipping sauce is a clear hindrance to mm. a movie immersion thing. So, Fair could <laughs> you eat those pretzel bites raw and get the same satisfaction See, like, as I do eating like, popcorn? Um, I also eat like little pretzel nugs or whatever, just like normally. So, yeah, I'd be fine with eating those pretzel bites without dipping sauce. But, but is that as good an option as popcorn? Yes. As good as an option of popcorn, to me, not. Nah. No? You can't top that. Okay. You can't top popcorn. See? It has yet to be topped for me. Oh. Cheese curds. Yes. You have the same problem with the sauce. You know what? Cheese curds, pretty disappointing. I was going to say, those cheese curds specifically were devastatingly disappointing. There was... I mean, our first... It's a hard pill to swallow, people. Both of our first bites of a cheese curd... It was just the breading. yeah, Yeah, we didn't get any cheese... It's Come a on, fucking people. cheese curd. How do you screw that up? And when you did taste the cheese, it's pretty generic cheese. Yeah, it's just like a mild cheddar. Mm. And you're not getting the quality of like a bar cheese curd where they make it with a special you know unique cheese curd. Wasn't bad. I disagree. <laughs> we And I need to take you and Carl to Absolutely. this to place. This, yeah. Because... Once you have that kind of breading... I guess you're ruined for life. You just can't go back. You are, yes. Because the breading that they had on these, it was like a thick... If you think... If anybody is listening from Wisconsin or uh, Illinois now a little bit, Culver's Cheese Curds, where it's like a thick Mm. breading... Breaded coating. Almost like a Peco crust breading. And you get all fancy. Yes. It's just thick. Like, it's very thick, and that means that... And the cheese curds are also a lot smaller, which means you're getting... You're going to get instances where you're not getting cheese in your cheese curds because there's so much breading, you get a minute amount of cheese. Yeah, just that increment. Yep. Small amount of cheese. Yep. You know what? It doesn't do it for you. No, no. I, I was not satisfied, especially after having these, like, larger ones where it's, like, actual... Yeah. Like, if you buy well, a cheese curd... you feel if we didn't have the pretzel bites, you would have been more satisfied with the cheese curds. No. I was not satisfied with the pretzel bites, I'm not gonna lie. I love the pretzel bites. <laughs> Give me a little teeny bit of salt on there. Yeah. Because most pretzel bites will have salt, or at least they'll have, like, a cheese True. filling or something to... I just like the... Yeah, they had marinara dipping with the pretzel which was kind of weird but it's different i was gonna say i i didn't try it with the that so i don't know how the marinara held up but or how the marinara 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 that's okay you can add this part of the marinara marinara yeah thank you i'm not (laughs) editing it out um tasted and maybe that would have helped. I mean, if you're having garlic and parmesan. It like, definitely helped. Okay. Not going to lie. It was a big... And okay, you're saying like, yeah. See, I'm a messy person. I don't care if I get a little bit of this dip in sauce. No, but if you spill the person, whole thing. I would be, yeah, I'd be devastated. I but then would. you're in a dark theater. No one's saying just to take but you the fix- pretzel <laughs> and dip it on your pretzel. Finish the thought. Yeah. <laughs> You dip it 
you scoop some marinara sauce off off of your your shirt and eat it. Yeah, I ain't gonna waste that food. But don't look at me like that. We're not wasting perfectly good marinara sauce here, okay? I don't know how to respond to this. (laughs) This is controversial. Oh, we'll get back to this. Okay. This is going to be a big debate. It it will. Uh, we might have to talk about this later. Uh, I think <laughs> I think to do it properly, uh, you need to Which, find a way yeah. to maybe a bigger dipping bowl. Something like that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, also something because I I mean e- even the dunking into it, like you're going to need to kind of take your mind off of. The movie. True. I mean, the best thing to do is just hold that shit up to your face. Just chug, yeah. chug the marinara chug sauce the marinara and sauce fit sauce as here. many pretzel bites in your mouth as possible. We encourage this, by the way. We do. <laughs> it's not a choking hazard. You'll be, just remember to Swallow chew Swallow it whole. Yeah. Don't listen to Wally. Uh, Don't chew. Use your molars. <laughs> use your back teeth. No, use just your front teeth. Just nibble, yeah. I <laughs> It's Squidward. Oh. But, um... <laughs> oh, yeah, bringing that back. Yep. Um, Squidward eating that pussy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Did we talk about that last time, or was we, this in the movie theater? That was, uh... It no, was... That was at the start At the born. theater. Yeah. No, no, no. We talked about... No, we were... It was... We us. talked about the genie lamp at the movie theater. Oh, God. Which we can't right. bring that we're, up again, because that was, like... I was in the moment. If we for, get a demand from the fans, we will we will well, discuss what we think the new <laughs> the Aladdin new movie should, yeah. should be. Uh, <laughs> but for now, we're just gonna tease it. Yeah, it's it, it should involves, have Terry Crews in it. It should have Terry Crews in it. It should. it should have something specifically about Terry Crews that makes it different from any other Aladdin <laughs> movie. Unless it was a porn parody. <laughs> okay, that's it. But <laughs> let's go. Podcast. Let's go. No, let's go to pizza. Okay, pizza. Oh boy. No, this is this oh, is boy. my that number was... one contender. Okay. To, to replace popcorn. popcorn. Yes. What? Explain yourself. If, if it's made properly, and oh, it holds. So are you saying this pizza was made properly? Uh, it was close. Okay. I don't think... I don't think it was 100% perfect, but I think if you get a pizza that can hold together relatively well, like a New York-style slice, Mm. where you can fold it, like, it's a light crust, it's a good amount of cheese, but it's not going to, like, glob cheese all over you, pizza could do it for me. It's not as distracting, and I think yeah, unless you you're d- a messy eater like me and you get the cheese. Out. <laughs> but I think like that's that's what we need to figure out is like what pizza is going to cause the least amount of mess. And I think yeah. a New York style slice, if you fold it up, that's true. Should should a be a little bit less messy than popcorn, and b you get a you can get a lot more complex flavors. In a package that might be less messy and might just... I think it would be better. Hmm. I know this I think is, it's just kind of depending on, like, what you're feeling like. 
I don't know, like with pizza, like, just a lot more texture going on. It's goopy, you know? It's going to get everywhere. Popcorn. Have you had New York really Yeah, popcorn's goopy. What are you talking it about? goopy. There's tons of butter. You get grease all over your hands. But yeah, you're still on a solid piece of popcorn. What? Yeah, but like... I, I don't think you're thinking of the... We're, we're not talking about like a Domino's pizza or even the pizza we had yeah. there. Thinner sliced... Um, or thinner, thinner crust. So now we're just talking about the ideal. Yes, that's the thing. Here. Is this is this is, and I I had this conversation with a couple of people before. Then, uh, Sour Patch Kids. Sour, Sour Patch, Patch Kids. Kids. Yep. Okay, we're jumping to candy uh, now. Yep. Let me argue, chocolate or fruity candies, because I know a you lot know. of people. A lot of people will be mixing You're either one way or the other. Well, a lot of people will be mixing them M Ms into their popcorn. And making it all... what? I'm fine with it. That's good. But is it better than Sour Patch Kids? That's the thing. We need to to have definitive answers. Okay. You have your popcorn. This is your main movie theater thing. Then you got your side snacks. That's... Or not your pizza. Maybe pizza flavored I'm calling it. Okay. We have a Twitter now. If you are for... (laughs) Pizza, pizza popcorn. over popcorn. Hashtag pizza, pizza over popcorn. popcorn. Chocolate or fruity snacks, let us know. That's the thing. Hashtag pizza over popcorn or hashtag popcorn over pizza. Uh, fruity snacks versus chocolate snacks. Um, See, I'm going to go like, you know, every other time. Once you do like chocolate snacks and then the next time you do fruity snacks. I was going to say, I... I don't like the M&M's in popcorn idea. I don't like all that. That's added I mean, mess. That's something I the, complain yeah, about. M&M's on their own. Yep. And I usually would go for a fruity, a fruity uh, candy over a milk chocolate sort of candy. The Maltesers, I just chose because they had them. Maltesers are great. If you haven't had them, get them. They're just like uh, a softer. Kids are better, so we'll... I, I agree with that. Absolutely. Yep. And I think a Sour Patch Kid is kind of in the similar vein as popcorn in that, whereas popcorn is salty in that way, Sour Patch Kids are sour. It's going to have you get more soda. You're going to be drinking more soda to kind of... Yeah, that's true. Yes, to kind of counteract that or to keep that going. So, yeah, that's ideal for me. You get, get your large popcorn, you got your bag of Sour Patch Kids, and then you got your soda. I'm a hundred. I'm a hundred percent with you on that. So, are we thinking or sour Skittles? Sour Patch Kids. See, I like the chewier candy. I'm the. Uh, see, I I'm more of a Skittles because okay. I think they're generally more sour than a Sour Patch Kid. I guess yeah. Like what I like about the Sour Patch Kid is that it's sour enough by just like chewy candy too. Gotcha. But I I'm, I just like I'm, children, man. I just like to eat children. <laughs> You've heard it here. You've First, heard it here. Uh, Wally give is me Kronos. Patch children. Wally give is, me your children. Yep. I will eat them. Wally is Kronos. He must be defeated. But one of the Sour Patch Kids is eventually going to rise up and kill him like Zeus. And, uh, you know, start. That's how the, the show's going to end, people. Start, we don't want yep. that. It, it, keep feeding go- Sour Patch Keep kids. feeding him Sour Patch Kids until one That's of them grows I'd... sentient and kills him and then creates the Olympians. 
It's that's, going to be epic. That's, gonna, that's the next evolutionary step, dude. Yep. Right, Sour dude. Patch Olympians. Mm-hmm. That would be really funny. <laughs> if they just had, like, a bunch of weird, like, they misshapen... They down, like, Gulliver's Travels or whatever. Yep. Well, oh, I can't remember. I can't remember if Kronos... I guess, would if they have do- bones at that point? I don't want to eat them if they have bones in them. No, they don't have bones. Because <laughs> they're moving around. Well, haven't and, you seen the... They have skeletal structure. They're filled oh, with the- fluid-filled sacks. They are. How can they move their hands and stuff, then? Who knows? Maybe, maybe the, like... Maybe they do have bones. Maybe the sour... They're also- the sh- sour sugar creates, like, an exoskeleton. Right. <laughs> this is so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> But, um, so this is all to say that, um, you know what? I'm glad we tried weird stuff. Well, weird stuff like having pizza and cheese curds and pretzel bites. Like I think that's all good if you just one day you're like, I want something a little bit different than popcorn. That's yep. a good alternative. But I think you you can't beat the popcorn. No, <laughs> and I'm interested. So if we ever go back to Imagine in a later segment, I want to talk about because they also have these popcorn variants. Yeah. They've got cheddar popcorn. They have kettle corn. They have have caramel corn. Yeah, they had some weird stuff. What the fuck? Get that shit out. I'm saying definitively now, get that shit out of there. They don't offer an assorted pack or even like a Chicago mix. They're a pretty like Illinois, Wisconsin, Minnesota-based brand. They don't have a fucking Chicago mix? What the fuck is this shit? Do you know what a Chicago mix is? No, I have no idea what you're it's, talking about. It's a cheese popcorn and a caramel popcorn mixed. Okay, so you're talking like in those like Christmas tins, you could get your caramel corn, your... So it's in the same bag, oh, basically, same is bag. cheddar like and... Trifecta, car- you know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's not like that, because those are separated. That would, that would be pretty sweet. But they need something like that, where it's like, I want to try all of these little things. Yeah. You need a variety pack. Sure, maybe it'll cost you 12 or 15 bucks. Gosh, yeah. But... No, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, it, it would be nice for somebody who wants a little variety. But I will say... So this is like, yeah, if you have the cash to spend on more stuff. That's the thing. It's yeah. like, if you really want to try this, because I would be amazed if somebody goes, I want a large tub of caramel popcorn. Of caramel popcorn. Or yeah, cheddar God. popcorn, even. I feel like that cheddar in most of those, like, or even it's, kettle uh, corn, yeah. is all of those are so pretty much. strong flavors. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, caramel corn specifically... You're kind of hedging your bets and saying, hey, you're not going to buy candy. You're not going to buy candy. No, you have a candy popcorn. So why do you need to buy candy? True, then, yeah. Yeah, but... Never thought about it. Yeah, you know, popcorn is great because it's... It's not sweet. Yes, it's (laughs) basic. It's a basic salty thing. It's like a a Lay's potato chip. Yeah. Yep. Whereas, and then it goes well with anything. But... They're a lot better than Lay's potato chips. But not a big fan. I am fan. hashtag pizza over popcorn. Ooh. Come at me, my fellow pizza over popcorn heads. But tweet you're saying at us. like a specific kind of pizza yeah. that they don't have at the movie theater. Oh, I'd eat that other pizza too. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, and good. and as long as I wouldn't dip it with anything, it'd be easy enough to eat. Yeah. I don't think the cheese what about was. You, uh, what about uh, ranch with that pizza, though? I mean, I How can do that. that. I'm all about ranch on pizza, but becomes a dip for this 
don't well for what this about, I don't like, need it. Uh, pizza Give me... sticks Ooh. with ranch if they serve that at movie theaters. That hey, there we go. See, that's give me that's like give me a ranch seasoning on top of it, Ooh, like a salty ranch seasoning, yeah. because I don't want to dip. That's my <laughs> thing. Yeah. Fuck the dip for a movie theater. Give me some yeah. ranch seasoning on top. Or season it to a point where I don't need that extra like zest to it, but god damn it, don't yeah. fucking do, don't do me like that with the dip, bro. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Okay, so. It's dip or nothing, bro. Wally, what are you fucking with on your, your uh, movie going experience? So you know you're fucking with your 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 general things. You got your big tub of popcorn. Already explained that. Uh, Sour Patch Kids. Extra butter. Um. Maybe if I want to mix it up, I would try those uh, pretzel bites again. Damn. Try it with a different flavor. How many yeah. How many times? So, there were three flavors. There's one was one. Original, original, which I hope was garlic, something. and... Cinnamon? Isn't it like a cinnamon... Like a That's cinnamon sugar? Like a dessert sort of thing. Yeah. Maybe it was. I think it... I'm not sure, though. Yeah, I would try that again. That huh. was... But, um... Yeah, pizza. Just keep that, you know... Keep Away playing. from my movie theaters, thank you very much. Fuck off, I'm you taking pop- a stand on hashtag this. Hashtag popcorn over pizza, fucker. Popcorn for life. Try I love, to, I love try to change. Yeah, I love change. I love popcorn too, but I gotta say, yeah, I'm going. Give me a pizza. Okay. Uh, Fair make right. it a good pizza. Uh, you're wrong, but okay. okay. Great, you can have your wrong <laughs> opinion. Give me a pizza. Give me. I'll take some Sour Patch Kids. I yeah. if I, I would rather get Sour Patch Kids and pizza over. Maltese? I'm not gonna get a Malteser if I oh. have pizza. I'm just not gonna do it. That's too much dairy for me. I've got a little bit of an issue, yeah. but uh, popcorn is fine. I will eat popcorn with Maltesers, but fuck off. I so, want my uh, pizza and I want it now. Soda or Slurpee? Ooh. Okay. So this Fuck, is, dude. We um, we have we so much to talk skipped, about. Yeah, this is going to be longer than the review, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, apparently. Um, so my he, thing. Yeah, here's your yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Is it okay yeah. if I lay it out? Okay. If if a slushy is a one time, one cup, no refills situation, that shit ain't worth it. Don't True. fuck with that shit. Because yeah. you're always going to get fountain drinks. No, you shouldn't pay... Because you will always pay more for a slushie yeah, than you will like a, yeah, for a soda, even though they cost... I'm sure they cost the exact same amount mm-hmm. to to produce. But if it's a free refill situation like Imagine has... Yeah, that was very nice. Fucking slushy all day. Yeah. All day. Don't fuck with the fountain drinks. Unless you're Walter Trust. I will say, yeah, after you know that salty popcorn, you don't... Here's the thing that, with Imagine, they don't have the best straws for the Slurpees right now, unfortunately. Yeah. So, like, after that salted popcorn, like, soda and popcorn, you know, that's... That's your bread and butter right there. (laughs) That's That's your soda and popcorn right there. Bread and butter. Yeah. (laughs) But, um... No, I... See, I'm all... I'm glad they have Slurpees there. It's nice for, for a change, yeah. but I would rather go with the soda. Oh, man. I, I, I do, I will say, they have the freestyle machines there, and that yeah. makes a huge difference, because then you can get a lot of variants of soda that you aren't always 
accessible. Dude, yeah, even people... the disgusting flavors you don't want, like raspberry Coca-Cola, get out of here with that. That sounds that fucking great. I'm not going to lie. Good name. That sounds good, no? Nah. But, I mean, you can get that raspberry Sprite, or you can get that, yeah. like, oh, raspberry, man, like a Fanta. Give me a Fanta grape. That sounds Or a Fanta, like, not a lot of places have the Fanta variants. Yeah, they just have they that orange them? shit. Yeah. Yeah. There's more to life than orange fanta people. Yeah. All right. Get the fuck out of here with this shit. We're getting really aggressive in We're this. We're getting real yeah. with this, yeah. In this this is where round. you can see where our passion lies. You can right see. Now. All right, yeah. Food. Maybe we should just do a food, a podcast, food podcast, but. The food fucks. There we go. <laughs> yes. That's what this section is called. We are food the fucks. food fucks right now. Uh, but I think. Because we're fat. We love food, and you know we what? Are, we are two of the fattest people in the Mofo, world. Yeah, I'm going to make this claim. I haven't moved in 10 years. My yeah, family I, uh, my family is I just roll broken. to the movie theater. Well, the, thing, the a, problem is you have to roll two. Like, yeah, I... Yeah. You're I not a that much... Card, though, you're not I that kinda, much thinner. Yeah, yeah, you do have your little rascal. Uh, and that he just kind of pushes me. scooter, yeah. It's really hard. Like, oh man, do you oh, get gosh. that thing revving? I'm making fun of fed people. <laughs> I'm not making right. fun. What are you talking oh. about? Oh, yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. No, no, we're, we're good. Wally, you gotta stop breaking the fourth wall with these illusions. You gotta stop it. We are fat. We're yeah. so fat. So and I'm people just see us. him to the theater because I'm like, dude, we gotta stop eating for two seconds. And it's like <laughs> so, a 15 minute drive. Like it is. It's and it takes we, substantially longer when yeah. he's just pushing me. Thankfully, the movie theater is just down the hill. Yeah, thankful. Yeah, it's they, really not. The, yeah. <laughs> but just down this giant hill, we just rolled. Down. Yeah, I mean there is the one theater. giant hill, but. God, you yeah. Oh man, Spain getting back up, man. Yeah, that's a bitch. That's when we're. That's when you. You gotta call up mom. You're like mom. <laughs> that's I'll no. That's when we like, just. Mom, see, just that's that the biggest problem we're gonna have is once it starts getting cold because one big thing we've been doing is just rolling ourselves because we are with all of our fat we're buoyant. Yeah. So we can roll ourselves over the lake and get to Williams Bay from Lake Geneva. Oh, yeah. It works pretty yeah. well. That's what we've been doing, but now it's getting cold. Like, my nips get so hard. I know, dude. When we're, <laughs> when we're doing just, that. Yeah, piercing just, through the waves. It is, yes. It's been super windy, too, the past couple of days, and it's been really hard. It's been, yeah. It's been I'm hard. Not, we I'm suffered. Yes. Yeah, we're suffering. <laughs> we're suffering. We need... We need the support of like a populace because eventually <laughs> we need we need help getting to the theaters. We just yeah want to be you know like we just get out of the house. There's just a crowd of people there to, to like, carry, just us. carry us to the movie. Theater. Yeah, or somebody with a forklift. Just Either like, way, all we yeah. need is one. Fa- no, we need two fans with two separate forklifts, <laughs> and that's all we need. So that's the help our fan ass yes. get to the theater. Yes. Would be greatly appreciated. Please, please. All we need two fans. We're begging. Two fans. Our fans. We're begging. Yeah. Our non existent fans. Please learn how to drive before Yes. Get a propane propane forklift. Learn how to drive it and come to us. We will we we won't we'll we can't be, support you. We can no, thank we can't you. Do anything. We might we'll not even thank grateful. you. But um We'll give you a shout out. We'll give you a shout out. You're like, hey, Dave, with the forklift. <laughs> yeah, You're thank a real you. Bro. You're a real bro. 
Okay, on that on that note. On that wonderful note. Yes, we're going to sign off. So, from Ryan and Wally, Woo. we've been the film fucks. We're the film fucks, and also and we the fucked, food fucks. Yeah, and the food fucks. And we fucked with a lot of food, and we're definitely fucking with bad times at the El Royale. And yeah, we'll fuck sometime <laughs> later. <laughs> we do fuck after the, every podcast. Yeah, by the way, yeah. It's horrible. Oh, we need no. the forklift for that, too. <laughs> Please help. Please help. It's it's not good. 